everybody to the Johnacast episode number one. I am your host, John Halfley, and this is a podcast that is a gaming podcast. It's uh, right now I'm flying solo, um, you know, but I do hope to get some other people on. But mainly we're going to be talking about video games, movies, and, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure other subjects will be brought up. We're not, you know, on a very strict schedule or strict uh, guidelines. This is going to be a video game podcast, mainly video games. Uh, we, you know, I'm, I'm going to hopefully have on some people, you know, maybe a regular co-host or maybe just guest co-hosts throughout the uh, life of the show. But right now it is just me with a microphone sitting in my room. Um, it is a warm day here in central Illinois where I'm located. You know, it's really warm and, uh, you know, we had a nice little cool spurt and it's starting to get a little hot again, which kind of is a bummer. i prefer the cold. Um, I don't like too cold. I like the 70 degree weather. But anyways, this is besides the point. You know, uh, the main point of this podcast, like I said, is video games. I'm going to start off with a little introduction about myself. My name is John Halfley. Um, I've done a lot of stuff around the internet you know, for a while, you know, back in, uh, man, what would that be, 2006. Um, I was really big in the DVD collecting community on YouTube. And, uh, you know, and then I kind of got out of that and, uh, you know, just kind of you know, I got into involved with some other podcasts, uh, Squad XP podcast. I was big in their community. Um, you know, helped out a lot on the forums and stuff. And, you know, now I, you know, then I just kind of, you know, took a break from it, I guess, uh, you know, and, un, I guess I, I didn't really want to take a break from it, but Squad XP closed up and I just kind of got out of the podcast community. I don't really watch as much anymore as I, I, as I did back then. Um, you know, but now I'm starting to get back into it. I'm starting a podcast. I've been gaming since, man, since I can remember. Um, I still remember getting my NES. I was, I believe, four years old. It was around 94, 95. And I remember coming home with my mom and I was, you know, I wanted a video game system so bad. And, uh, hearing my dad, you know, all these weird noises and my dad playing something, I walk upstairs and he's sitting there playing Rad Racer and him and I end up playing Rad Racer for the entire day. And, you know, you know, shortly after that, I got a Super Nintendo. Um, you know, I was really late on that. I got a Super Nintendo, I, gosh, I believe around 95, 96, you know, right around when the 64 was coming out. And then I got a 64 a couple years later. I sit, I remember playing my 64 to death, you know, games like GoldenEye and Super Mario 64. Uh, and then, and then after that moved into the GameCube. And then that's where, you know, and then after the GameCube, you know, that's kind of, the GameCube was the last system that I had that I was more of a casual uh, gamer, you know, and, you know, the 360, I mean, that was like the one, my first console where it was like, you know, and then I started getting into retro collecting after that. And, you know, I really started getting into gaming after the 360 came out. Uh, and, that, you know, now, now I've actually shifted more towards my PlayStation 3 than my 360. And, you know, with uh, Pikmin coming out here in a little bit, I'm going to be playing Wii U a lot more, I, I bet you. So, uh, you know, but first off, um, you know, so that's kind of about me, uh, you know, kind of just a brief, quick rundown. Um, hopefully that made some sense. But, uh, you know, I'm going to start this off, you know, I'm going to start to show off with what I've been playing. Uh, you know, each show will start off like that. And I actually have like a nice stack of games here that I actually recently just picked up. Um, you know, I'm, I, I recently, uh, you know, I'll start off with the oldest. Uh, you know, my brother and I will go pawn shopping occasionally around our area. Our area is kind of hit and miss when it comes to pawn shops. Uh, you know, we, we found we found a couple that are decent, um, you know, and, and do have tendency to have something good at decent prices. But uh, for the most part, it's very, very hit and miss. So the first game I got for the second Saturn was Virtua Cop, which I tried playing with a controller, and it's very, very difficult. Um, it definitely 
would help. I believe this came, you know, this is for the, uh, you know, made for the uh, light gun for the Saturn, I believe. And I don't have that, but it is very difficult without it. Um, I remember playing that at my cousin's, and, you know, uh, it's a fun game. And then the other one is an NES game, Jaws, which is a terrible, terrible video game. But I bought it just for, you know, to have in the NES library. Uh, then me, my, uh, you know, we recently went on a uh, trip to uh, Ottawa, Illinois. And they have a new gaming store there. And it's a really nice gaming store. It's called Onet Gaming. Uh, very, very nice place. Very fair, bright prices. Um, you know, right around what they're going for online, you know, without shipping. So you do save some money. But I picked up a nice little stack of games, uh, five games, I believe. And uh, I'll just start off with my Atari 2600 games. I picked up Crystal Castles for $3. Really, really like that game. Uh, I picked up a complete in box, and this is in really great condition. It's uh, Jungle Hunt for the Atari 2600. Uh, unfortunately, though, the game I'm having trouble with, uh, i got to try and get that, that working. But, um, you know, it's coming up, and then it'll cut out the video, and then it'll just keep restart, resetting itself. Um, it's not my system, you know, because my Atari worked fine with Crystal Castle. It worked fine with all my games. Uh, it's something definitely with the game. Uh, Independence Day, I picked that up for the PlayStation 1 for $3. This game is supposed to be terrible. I haven't tried it out yet, uh, but it is supposed to be terrible. Uh, I really wanted to get the Saturn version of this because, you know, I, I don't really play my PlayStation 1 a whole lot. I, I've been wanting to hook it up and go through the first Resident Evil. I never have done that. But uh, I, I don't play my PlayStation 1 a whole lot, and I'd prefer playing my Saturn, you know, since that doesn't really get any love, and I, I want to give it some more love. But, uh, you know, but I picked it up for PlayStation 1. It was $3, and I figured I'd give it a shot. Um, oh, a Saturn game. Speaking of Saturn, uh, I picked up Daytona USA. This is the disc only, and uh, this was only a dollar. Uh, this was actually the first Saturn game that I remember playing. My cousin had a Saturn when they first came out. He got one. And uh, I remember playing Daytona USA with him. And uh, that's a, it's a fun racing game. It's a good arcade racer. Man, if you could find the arcade machine for that, Daytona USA is awesome. And, uh, I mean, it plays well on the Saturn. It's, it, the controls are kind of, you know, you know, touchy. They're very, very sensitive. But it is a very fun game. And the last game I picked up, which I'm very excited for, I can't wait to dive into this more. I played around with it a little bit, but it's Maniac Mansion. And uh, it's for the NES. And this was actually featured in a Game Informer, uh, a, a Game Informer recently, and uh, it's a Ron Gilbert game, uh, point and click adventure. Uh, very, very interested in this game. I can't wait to play this. I, I tested it out; it works great. Um, you know, I messed around with it a little bit, but I'm I'm really gonna have to dive into this game and play it some uh, some more. Now, the last thing I got, which uh, I I, did, I got from a website called Cowboom.com, which I would highly, highly recommend if you're looking for systems. And it is a PlayStation Vita. I've been wanting to get one of these for a while. I actually got it for around $100, uh, which is really, really, really cheap. Um, if you know, I mean, these, these sell for $250 new. I, this is used, but they sell kind of consoles with cosmetic damage. Like mine has a couple chips off the paint on the corner. And, uh, you know, there's a couple scratches on the back touchpad. But other than that, the thing is perfect, and it works great. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of, uh, I've been playing a lot of Hotline Miami. I'm currently stuck on level 10, I believe. And it's driving me up the wall trying to beat that that level. Uh, but I've been playing a little bit of Uncharted Golden Abyss. I've played the, uh, I'm on Chapter 3 right now. And I'm liking that so far, you know, but it, it feels... You know, the sound effects to me are the things that get me the most in that game. Uh, the sound effects feel very cheap. 
And, uh, you know, if you played it, I think you know what I mean, but it doesn't have that. It feels very, like, clunk. The sound effects feel very clunky. The game looks spectacular on the PS Vita screen, though. Um, I, I'll definitely give it high props for the, for the, uh, graphics on it. I mean, the, the thing looks spectacular, but the sound effects to me, some of them, like when you're jumping and you land, it just sounds very, like, muffled. And, uh, it doesn't sound normal. Also, I hate how, you know, much it, it forces you to use the Vita's touch screen, you know. Um, it's like, oh, you pick up an object, scratch it off, and then, you know, that's fine. But then it gets to the point to where that, there's like a part in the, the second chapter where that happens a lot. And it's, it's one right after another. And then every time you discover everything, it pulls you to a menu, and then you have to click out of the menu. And it just kind of pulls you out of that game. So, um, you know, but, but I am enjoying it so far. I am a big Uncharted fan. Uncharted 2 is definitely one of my favorite games of this console generation. And, uh, it, it's, it's a, you know, an Uncharted Golden Abyss. You know, it's, it's been fun so far. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really into the story. I heard a lot of complaints saying, people saying that the characters weren't as interesting, but I'm really interested in the characters. You know, I, I really do like them so far. And also, I mean, it's an Uncharted game. You know, you have Nolan North voicing and, and acting as, uh, Drake and, uh, I'm just very excited to get more into it. It's free with PlayStation Plus if you have PlayStation Plus. If you don't have, if you have a PS3 or a Vita and you don't have PlayStation Plus, then I, you know, you know, that's just such a waste. I mean, PlayStation Plus is such a terrific service, and it's going to keep continuing on into the PlayStation 4. You know, you're going to get Drive Club at launch, uh, you know, a Drive PS Plus edition of Drive Club, but you are going to be able to buy the game at a discounted price. You know, the full game uh, if you are a PlayStation Plus member. And, you know, you're going to continue to get those free games throughout, you know, they're, they're saying you're going to get one PlayStation 4 game free every month, um, at, at launch for the PlayStation 4. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on with PlayStation Plus. If you're not a PlayStation Plus member and you own, you know, a PS3, PS Vita, um, you know, then, I mean, you, you got to get on that. You definitely need to sign up for PlayStation Plus. This is a fantastic service. Uh, but anyways, so now I'm going to get into a little bit of news. I have a few stories pulled up here from IGN.com. Uh, and uh, the first one is a TV-related news. You know, I know I said I talk mainly about video games, but I, I wanted to kind of talk about this. Uh, Arrested Development is definitely returning um, on Netflix. Uh, Arrested Development is a show that I really love. I actually recently just got into I actually watched it, uh, gosh, in uh, February, I believe, is when I first watched the show. And it just, I, I booked it through that. I watched the first three seasons, loved it. And then I found out, you know, oh, they're making a fourth season on Netflix, you know, and so I subscribed to Netflix. I actually rewatched the entire series and then watched season four right after that. And, you know, I enjoyed season four. It's one of those things that I think, um, you know, a lot of my friends and stuff or, you know, a lot of people that I've seen that I've watched the show uh, and watched season four say season four was kind of a letdown. But uh, I, I think you have to watch, you know, I think you have to appreciate it for what it is, you know, because at first I was kind of let down, uh, you know, I mean, especially the first few episodes are kind of slow. But man, once it gets going, it gets going and it is fantastic. And at the end, you're like, wow, that was a, that was actually a really good season. Um, it doesn't live up to it, it won't be. I don't think it'll be anybody's favorite season by by any means. But um I, I think it's still a terrific season, and uh, really glad to see that Arrested Development is returning. Uh, it's a terrific show. If you haven't checked it out, definitely get Netflix. Check it out. It's very, very funny. Um, you know, it's about this family who, uh, if you don't know what Arrested Development is about, it's about this family, uh, the Bluth family, who, uh, you know, make model, make not model homes, but make, uh, make you know, cheap mini mansions, and uh, basically George, uh, George Bluth, uh, the father. 
kid goes to prison for a bunch of different reasons and it's the family trying to stay together you know and and keep the company running but it isn't like your typical family i mean these these people are, are all i mean they're they're all jerks and and it's just such a funny funny show you know it's got um michael Sarah's in it uh you know it's got a great 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 cast and um uh, I mean, it's just, it's such a funny show. I strongly recommend checking it out if you guys have it. And I'm really glad to see that it's going to be continuing. Uh, next up, back to gaming news. Uh, first one, I just talked about my Vita and, um, it has confirmed that Tearaway is going to be released on November 22nd. It was originally scheduled for, uh, October, but it has since been pushed back. And I find, you know, you know, uh, Tearaway is the next game from Media Molecule, uh, the guys who did a little big planet. And, um, I find this kind of interesting, uh, you know, for, I mean, you know, it, this game looks interesting. Uh, first off, this game looks really interesting and, uh, it's going to be definitely cool, a cool game. I mean, Media Molecule, Little Big Planet is a terrific, terrific game and it's very interesting. And I feel like, uh, you know, it does a lot of things differently. And it creates a new experience for the gamer, and I feel like Tearaway will do the same thing. You know, it uses the back touchpad to where if you touch it in the touchpad, in the back touchpad, like your fingers will come through the screen, and it's going to do a lot of cool things. And so I'm really, really interested in uh, seeing more about it. But I do find the release date interesting, and I, I feel like you know a lot of, I mean, PlayStation Four as of right now, I I, I ordered a PlayStation Four. I'm getting one at launch. Uh, but I, I find that this release date, you know, they haven't released a release date for the PlayStation 4. And I think that Tearaway, you know, I mean, it moved from October to November 22nd, has that set date. And I, I find it interesting to see if uh, when the PlayStation 4 is going to come out around that. I know a lot of rumors are, uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff saying the end of October, um, October 28th, I want to say is the date. Uh, or 29th, sorry, the same day that Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Battlefield 4 are supposed to come out. Um, a lot of people are saying that that's the date, and I do believe that it's going to come out uh, sometime before Watch Dogs is released, I think is my my theory on the release on the console. Because um, it definitely sounds like Watch Dogs is going to get some sort of uh, exclusivity, a period of exclusivity on the next generation of consoles. But, uh, I mean, this is just all speculation on my part, but I do think that it'll come out, which I believe Watch Dogs comes out November 13th, I want to say. Um, uh, November 12th, maybe? I, I'm not too sure sure on that is when it's released for the 360, the Wii U, and the PlayStation 3. But I do think that, you know, I've heard a lot of people saying that Xbox One will be released on November 5th, which is the same day as Call of Duty um, Ghosts. And you know, I, I could definitely see them releasing alongside Call of Duty. Uh, but, you know, I think that Xbox date of the 28th is, or 29th, that rumor date is interesting. But going back to the whole media molecule thing, seeing it on November 22nd, it just makes me wonder, you know, how close is that to the PlayStation 4 launch? The November 22nd is a Friday, by the way, uh, when, when Tearaway is supposed to be released. So it is actually releasing on a Friday. I believe that might be Black Friday, now that I think about it. Uh, no, the 29th, I believe, is Black Friday. So it's releasing on the Friday before Black Friday, I'm pretty certain. But yeah, that's, that's definitely interesting. Um, interesting release date that it's a Friday. And it makes me wonder, you know, maybe the, uh, you know, PlayStation 4 is coming 
I mean, maybe it's coming later than we thought. Maybe it's coming the 26th, right before Black Friday, or maybe the 19th, right before Tearaway comes out. Uh, but, you, you know, because you, I'm sure Sony doesn't want to release it around the same time as Tearaway, because a lot of gamers who are getting the PlayStation 4 are, I'm sure, have PlayStation Vitas and would be interested in this game, and they might want to space it out a little bit. So, uh, who knows? It'll be interesting to see... Um, but like I said, it's going to be interesting to see Tearaway in general. Uh, Tearaway looks like a terrific, terrific game. And, uh, I mean, the folks at Media Molecule do a great job, uh, with, you know, I mean, with Little Big Planet, stuff like that. They've done a great job. And I'm sure Tearaway is just going to be terrific. And, uh, next, next up, Xbox One controller and headset have been priced. Uh, the Xbox One wireless controller will cost $59.99. And, uh, adding the play and charge kit, We'll set you back a total of $74.99. Uh, the uh, play and charge kit uh, lets you actually recharge while you're you're playing uh, your Xbox One. You know, so it's kind of like the you know charge kit that I guess they have now for the uh, for the the 360. But I, I find this uh, you know. Controllers are going up, and that really sucks. Uh, the, the I mean, PlayStation 4 controllers are 60 bucks. I, I know that. I actually have one pre-ordered. Uh, and it sucks that that stuff is going up so much. And, you know, now there's a lot of rumors saying that EA is going to raise the price on next-gen games. And it's just kind of, as a gamer, it's just kind of, you know, disheartening because, I mean, it's just everything is getting so expensive. I, I don't by any means make a lot of I mean, I don't make. I'm, I work a, a retail job. You know, I don't make a lot of money. And uh, the fact that everything is starting to go up is just really, it's really hard for a gamer. And it makes me wonder, um, you know, I, I mean, it just makes me wonder uh, how much, you, you know, it makes me wonder if games are going to go up now. And, and I know it's been rumored, but it'll be definitely be interesting to see the chat headset, by the way, uh, which does not come with the Xbox One. Unlike the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 4 comes with a, a headset. Um, it's actually like an earbud deal. Um, but that actually is priced at $24.99. So, you know, on top of the $500 console you're getting, you're going to have to buy a headset for $25. And, uh, I mean, that's going to be an expensive day. I, you know, Man, that $500 price tag for that Xbox One, and I know it's been said, talked about to death, but man, it is expensive. You know, when you consider you could get a, a Xbox, uh, or a PlayStation 4 in one game, and, you know, with tax and everything, be cheaper than the Xbox One with tax. I mean, that, that's rough, and, uh, um, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see the sales numbers. I, I think, you know, like right now, I mean, the uh, PlayStation 4, at least in my area, is definitely pre-ordering a lot more than the Xbox One. But it's going to be interesting to see how many uh, Xbox, how, you know, the sales numbers, when those sales numbers are finally released, you know, from the first week, the, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Regardless, they're both going to sell out. You know, they're, they're both going to be hard to find, but it's still going to be interesting uh, to see the total sales number. You know, I mean, after a long period of time, after, you know, maybe that first year or so, see the sales numbers. Um and uh go from there so yeah so yeah the uh x you know controllers are going up you know right now the playstation i believe xbox 360 controllers are around 50 dollars uh msrp and the playstation 4, 3 controllers are 54.99 which sucks because i only have one playstation 3 controller and you know i've been wanting to buy one for the longest time another one uh you know to play games like mlb and motor storm and stuff like that multiplayer but it's just i mean it's like 55 bucks that's another game 
And it's just uh, now that they're actually going to the price of a game, what a game is now, you know, kind of makes me worried for the future, uh, the cost side of the future of gaming and uh, makes me wondering to see if game prices will also rise. Uh, last news story, uh, Party Chat for the PlayStation 4 will be free to all. This is my biggest complaint with the Xbox 360. I, I you know, I was a gold subscriber for the longest time, uh, dropped out of it because I started using my PlayStation more. But the, the, at the end of the day, a lot of my friends play on the Xbox 360. And it's just frustrating to me that I cannot get on my party chat on my 360, which is a feature that I feel like should just be free. Um, but I cannot get on that party chat with them because I'm not a gold subscriber. And to hear that the PlayStation 4 is not required for the play, does not require PlayStation Plus, which now you need PlayStation Plus on the PS4 to play games online. But, um, the fact that you don't need it to also talk with friends in a party chat, uh, you know, use Netflix, uh, stuff like that. I think it's fantastic. And that's going to be something that I think is going to drive a lot of people towards, maybe towards the PlayStation 4, you know, because, uh, I mean, while Xbox One's going to have all these TV features and it's going to be kind of a media center thing, it's going to require an extra subscription, you know, and not everybody is going to want to pay that extra, you know, $50 a month or 60, sorry, $60 or $60 a year. To watch, you know, to watch their their cable service and stuff like that through the Xbox. Um, it hasn't been confirmed. I don't believe. I haven't seen anything about it. If that's cost money, but I imagine that you'll have to pay some sort of fee to do uh, the TV features and stuff, and you know, to watch Netflix and, and all that stuff. People are going to want to pay an extra sixty dollars a month on top of those services, you know, like Netflix and their cable part and their cable already. So um, I think it's going to drive a lot of people to the PlayStation for uh, the fact that, you know, you're going to be able to continue to, to use Netflix. Um, you're going to continue to get in party chat. And I feel like a lot of people who, I mean, first off, if you want a net, nobody's going to buy a console for a Netflix box, you know, because, I mean, you could get a, a, a cheap, cheap box that'll do that for 50, 60 bucks at Walmart, you know, any day. And, uh, but I feel like a lot of people are going to be driven towards the PlayStation 4 though, for that fact that you can get into party chats, you can get into, um, you know, watch your Netflix, watch your HBO go and stuff like that for free. And I, I think that's a great, I think that's great that Sony kept that free. Cause you know, I know a lot of my friends, you know, will probably let their PlayStation plus laps. I'm sure I, well, I'm going to try not to do it cause I don't want to lose my free games, but, uh, you know, I'm sure that'll happen eventually and uh it, it's nice that uh sony isn't you know depending you on you know isn't going to cut away your from your ability to party chat or you know watch netflix or stuff like that uh also your friends list will be capped at 2000 friends this is just absurd to me uh because why would you want that many friends on on <laughs> on a gaming console i i don't understand it you know i i have Gosh, I, I think I have maybe like 200 friends on Facebook. And, I mean, even that is way too much. I have 130, sorry. And even that is way too much. You know, a lot of these people I haven't talked to in a long, long time. And uh, I think, I think, uh, you know, and I, I capped out my friends list on Xbox 360 once. I had 100 friends, or 99 friends, I believe it caps out on, on the 360. And I got rid of a lot of them because I don't play with them. And, and 2,000 friends, I mean, that's a lot of people. And, uh, it's, you know, I feel like the only people that are going to be using, using that is like uh, personalities, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, famous personalities, uh, maybe like famous podcasters or something like that, that people friend them. And, you know, just to have on your friends list, I guess. But, 
realistically, I, I mean, that's a lot of people. And I, and hopefully, you know, for those people that do, you know, just, you know, like podcasts and stuff like that and, 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 uh, you know, famous personalities, I, I hope that for their sake that they're able to make a folder, you know, out of these friends and maybe be like, you know, people I actually, you know, like, uh, listeners on my podcast and then people I actually, you know, am friends with, um, so hopefully for them, they, they're able to do something like that. If not, it's going to make it a mess trying to sort through 2000 people to find the one person you want to actually play a game with. But, uh, I find that funny that there's going to be 2000 friends. Cause I, I'm, I mean, that would take, I mean, it took, you know, I mean, having a hundred friends even on your friends list was just kind of a mess. And I mean, Hey, but 2000, if you want to be that guy with 2000 friends, go for it. Uh, you know, you know, you're going to be able to do it on the PlayStation 4. Uh, Xbox One only has 1,000, just comparing, which is still a ridiculous amount. I mean, why would you want 1,000 friends on a gaming console? So, anyways, uh, this has been the first episode of the, uh, Johnnycast, the, uh, video game podcast. I have, uh, you know, I'm glad you listened to this. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, email me at, um, you know, if you have any suggestions for the show, uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, email me. My email is johnafish, J-O-N-A-F-I-S-H 75 at gmail.com. Uh, you know, you can email me questions, what, you know, uh, if you have suggestions for the show, if you have an idea for the show, uh, idea to make it better, you know, maybe, you know, criticize, um, my podcasting skills and, uh, you know, yeah, email me with whatever. You can follow me on Twitter. Twitter is actually the best way to get a contact, to get a hold of me. Uh, my Twitter is at JJ75XP. Uh, that is my Twitter. Um, I, I know it's not Jonafish. I should get a new one, but I'm very attached to this one. I've had this one since, gosh, 2008, I think. And so I'm very attached to this Twitter. And I don't really want to lose it, but, uh, so yeah, follow me on Twitter, uh, email me, uh, check me out on YouTube. My YouTube is youtube.com slash johnafish 75, just like my email. And, uh, you know, check me out there. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. I hope you, you subscribe to it. Make sure, you know, make sure you give me some criticisms, email me, uh, you know, help me make the podcast better. And if you have any ideas for the show, let me know. Uh, thank you guys for watching this. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.